You're listening to The Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustled Up. Before we even dive in, I just want to remind you to please rate, review, and subscribe. If you are loving what you're hearing and you're getting value from this podcast, we would absolutely love if you would just take a couple minutes and do that for us. Uh, My name is Laura. My name is Holly. And I am so pumped for this episode today, guys, because we have another guest on today. We have the wonderful Danielle Bauman on, and she's going to talk a little bit about her multiple businesses that she has. She is a multipreneur, which do you like that, Hal? I love that. That's cute. <laughs> I just heard that today for the first time, and I'm like, oh, using that. Um, so she talks to us a little bit about um you know, her businesses, social media, some struggles that she has in general. And I just, I, I don't know about you, Holly, but I freaking loved this episode. It Seriously, like you guys are really in for a treat. Danielle offers so much inspiring, like so many inspiring takeaways. You know what I mean? Like just like all about diving in, as Laura said, feet first and just, doing the damn thing, literally, like, that's the best way to describe it. It is so good. She talks about um, how she overcame her fear of honestly wondering what people would think or how she's working on overcoming her fear of wondering what people will think as she pivots on social media and starts advertising her businesses a little bit more um, about her. Yes, like you said, multiple um, businesses and how she really truly fits the definition of multi-passionate and just about how she Um, didn't wait until she was ready to get her sweat and swagger certification and all about how she kind of just did it. And, um, you know, we talk all about how, you know, sometimes you just need to do it. And she does offer a really, really good little tip that we had her repeat twice. I'm not even going to say it. It's so good. (laughs) You really have to listen if you want to hear it. It's like, it could be like a little quote. I like really, I wrote it down. That's how good it is. (laughs) Yeah, she provided us with so much knowledge. And I feel like after listening to this episode, you all are going to go and be inspired and stop getting ready to get ready for the thing that you want to do, but you're scared to do. Yeah, yeah. So definitely like, definitely stay tuned. This is a really good one. And you are in for a treat. So without further ado, we are going to bring in Daniel Bauman. Stay tuned. We just had to interrupt this episode super quick to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Choisomore LLC, Long Island's boutique, full-service cleaning and organizing company. Spring cleaning season is here, and now is the time to schedule your deep cleaning so your home could be tackled from the inside out. Window washing, oh, what a pain, and it could be super dangerous to climb those ladders. So schedule your appointment to have the inside and outside of your windows washed as well as your screens. For more information or a complimentary estimate, visit ChoresandMoreLLC.com or give a follow on Instagram at ChoresandMore. All right, guys, we are here with our beautiful, lovely, amazing guest, Danielle Bauman. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I would love if you could just tell the folks a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what you do, your multi-passions and all that jazz. Sure. Thank you guys so much for having me on. So my name is Danielle Bauman, and I am a licensed mental health counselor. Um, and I also am a sweat and swagger instructor. So I have two businesses. And I guess like a little bit about how I got into, you know, my first field of like being a therapist, right? Um, I went to school originally for theater, actually. And no way. I, yeah. We've never just, talked about this. I know. Isn't that funny? What? Okay, I'm sorry. Decided, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, we have time. We have time to chat about it. I decided that I was, like, afraid. I didn't want to be, like, a starving artist. And, you know, my parents were like, well, what are you going to do for a living? What are you going to do with your life? You know, like, oh. And so I was like, you know, I really feel like I need to like 
do something concrete, right? So what else am I interested in? And I've always been interested in psychology and like abnormal psych and just like helping people and things like that. And like, even like as a teen, like I struggled a lot with like anxiety, depression, like things like that. And I've always sought help for myself through like social workers in school, as well as like getting involved in dance in high school was like a very therapeutic thing for me. So I guess that's kind of how the two things ended up intertwining. But so I went to Dowling for psychology and then I got my master's at CW Post, um, LIU. And yeah, so. I went to CW Post. I went to CW Post. (laughs) She majored in theater at CW Post. Like what? I know you you went there for your master's, but still that's crazy. Wow. Small world. That's wild. Right. So, yeah, and then I ended up, like, working in the field, like, for agencies and, like, just really getting experience. I worked a lot with, um, like, uh, emotionally disturbed youth um, in residential centers and schools and things like that um, and doing some in-home work for families and children. So I have a lot of experience working with children. Now I, like, mainly work with adults, but I will also work with um, adolescents and some children, like, depending on the issues and depending on the ages, And so, yeah, then um, I took my exam, got my license. um, And then, like, after I had my daughter, I decided to really just, you know, kind of go for it and started to, like, explore a little, like, all right, let me, like, see a few people. And now I'm just, like, full throttle. Like, this is it. Like, this is what I'm doing. Um, You know, and then sweat and swagger on top of that, obviously. And, yeah, so I do everything through telehealth ironically, because I hate technology, but I do everything through telehealth, (laughs) Um, which I was doing pre-pandemic, I just have to say, because a lot of people lately are like, you know, I really want in person. And I get that. I get that it is a different experience, Um, you know, but it's it's convenient. It's also convenient for a lot of people. um, And it's, you know, convenient for me as well and something that I'm used to doing. So that's what I do. And this year I opened up an S Corp. So I'm like official, official now. And yeah, that's kind of like where we're at, just trying to trying to grow and, and get more clients and grow. I love the, that. The fitness thing. Yeah. So I think you should definitely tell our listeners what is because especially since your telehealth, you can really help anybody no matter where they are. Um, so why don't you tell everybody the name of your business so that they can yes so my business is white lotus wellness corporation and um my website is white lotus wellness li.com nice and um yeah so as long as you're in the state of new york i can you know provide you with therapy through telehealth that's awesome i love that i mean I, I studied sociology as a minor, and even though it's a little bit different, I enjoyed learning about, like, people and patterns and mm-hmm. things like that. Psychology is a whole other ballgame. Like, <laughs> people, I had friends who took psych, and I was like, ugh, that's not for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. Like, you know, I go to therapy, and it's something, you know, I tell Laura all the time, like, you need therapy. And she's like, yeah, but, like, I don't have mental illness. First of all, we all have a little bit of something. <laughs> I don't have to diagnose mental illness. I definitely, I, I probably have like 18,000 things, but I don't this have to diagnose. This girl is a full-blown basket case, and I'm like, you need help sometimes. But honestly, everybody needs somebody to talk to, like somebody who is unbiased and can just give you like comfort and like just be a listening ear, you know. I think everybody could benefit from it, and I think that what you do is so important, especially in today's day and age with like the world being so crappy (laughs) and like life is really hard for so many people. And so people like you, like, and I don't know if you ever forget this, but I'm telling you now, like what you do is so important and you are so important to this world. And like, I just love that we get to talk about this. It's awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm very passionate about it. And I, I think that's like, kind of like my thing is like, listen, like, yes, I do work with people that have like, you know, I don't want to even call them like severe diagnoses, but like that really are struggling with like, you know, maybe more moderate to to severe mental illness, right. That like will really might meet criteria for like a diagnosis. But 
you know, my thing is like real talk therapy. Like I, you know, I tell everybody when they first start, like, you know, yeah, I am here to listen to you. But at the end of the day, you know, the way that I work is you're going to have a homework assignment every week. You're here to put in the work, you know, like I do not have magic. I wish I did, but I don't, you know, and, you know, I'm really just here as a guide to like help you help yourself. Like, yes, the unbiased thing is huge because you could talk to like your sister, your mother, your brother, your best friends about anything going on in your life and maybe get great advice. But it's not the same when they have that connection to you and they they have that, you know, like initial instinct to like look out for you or have concern for you and they want to maybe not sway you, but they are trying to like look out for your best interest. And sometimes, you know, you need to really come to those conclusions on your own with the help of somebody just sort of bouncing back, like what you're saying to them and really like doing the work, like, all right, well, if here's the pattern, what's not working in that pattern and how can we realistically change that so that you can meet with success and feel healthier overall. I love that. And honestly, like whether you have mental illness or not, this like uh, this this um, method, if you will, like could literally apply to anybody in any circumstance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you're giving them actionable tools instead of just being an ear to listen, which is also super important. It sounds like you're giving people tangible steps that they can take to better themselves and better their life. Yes. I mean, that's what I try to do. It's up to you. If you don't use it, you don't try it. You know, I mean, some things are going to work for some and not for others. So, you know, we, we can we can always go back to the drawing board. You know, it's not like you must utilize a journal or you must utilize breathing exercises or you must do this. Like, you know, you have to find what works for you, but you're only going to find it if you're practicing those things. Yes, very true. Very true. And like I said, that applies to everybody in every aspect of life, honestly. (laughs) So that's awesome. So, okay. So you, you've been doing, how, how long have you been doing this for again? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so I've had my license since about, I think it was November, 2017. Okay. I think. But I, I wasn't really like practicing as far as like private practice. I can't even remember. <laughs> I, can't, I honestly can't remember. But I've been doing it for like a few years, like since I got my license, because that was obviously, you know, the point. Um, you know, and I've done fee for service at other places before. And, you know, it's really just, I find it personally just better to like work for yourself because you can make your own schedule. You can do it the way that you want to do it, you know, and, and all that stuff. And yeah, so it's been, what are we in 2022? Yeah, already. Let's call it like four or five years, but I've been, I've been working like in this field for since 2005, like a a long time. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Did you know that you always wanted to open your private practice was that always the goal or were you like maybe I'll work for somebody else okay so you knew you wanted to be a business owner work for yourself and that was non-negotiable yeah I was like all right well I'm going to go for psychology and like I'm just going to be a therapist like I'm just going to help people and be a therapist and that's what I'm going to do I love and you did it and you did the damn thing that's awesome so tell me how um sweat and swagger came into your life like because you popped for me you popped up out of nowhere like I, I know, I know. Of, other people were like doing Zumba and like things like that. Now I'm not really in that community, you know, cause I, I honestly hate working out. I'm being honest. I love sweat and swagger, <laughs> but I hate everything else. Like I don't like taking Zumba classes. I've tried them. They're not for me. Like sweat and swagger is the only thing that has stuck. But like, I just feel like Laura was like, oh yeah, like I'm co-teaching with this like girl, Danielle, like she's so cool. And I'm like, who the freak is this? She wasn't at all the other classes. I was t- <laughs> like, who is this person? We didn't even meet actually until we were actually at our first class teaching together. We knew that we had the mutual friend of Rosa yeah. and we were like, you want to co-teach? And we didn't even meet. We literally hadn't even nope. met yet. I met you, I That's think crazy. at Adriana's class. I was like, oh, hi, I'm Laura. We're teaching together next week, <laughs> which is so crazy. I'm such a weirdo and I just do weird things like that. But uh, yeah, so I had my daughter June 2018. And I think like a little while after that, maybe like 10 months, I was like, got to get back to the gym. I got to do something. And I had always like 
done Zumba. I actually was a Zumba instructor for like a hot second when I was like 24. Wow. And I taught it like this little studio on like Sunrise Highway that like I don't think anyone even knew about. No one was coming to the classes. I think I did like two or three of them and I was like, forget this, you know, which <laughs> we learn in Sweat and Swagger not to do. <laughs> you got to um, show up anyway. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I, you know, whatever. I was young and I quit. So I just was like this, you know, me, I'm not good enough or whatever. I, did, I didn't want to do the work, obviously, at that time in my life. Um, so then I started going to crunch. I found Joanna's class and that whole like crunch crew. And I started doing that like religiously and, you know, just following her, like stalking her life throughout all the crunches on Long Island. And you know, <laughs> then the pandemic hit, she moved to Florida. She did the first instructor training and I had just had my son like two months prior so I don't think I was like a really ready to like be like, yeah, I'm going to go like be an instructor. You know, like I'm going to go do this. Um, but I went to that master class that was in the park. And that was like the day after the training. And I, you know, obviously was like talking to her for a second. She was like, all right, so like you're going to do the next training. And I was like, you know, I really love it. But like I, I you know, I respect everything you're doing and I would never want to take this on and then not do something with it. Cause I really believe like I'm not going to do anything with it. And she was like, all right. Yeah, I totally appreciate that. So that was April. Now like moved to October. She was posting that she was doing another training and I don't know what it was. I just was like, you know what? Like I'm going to do this. And again, everyone was like, well, when are you going to do that? Like you have two kids. When are you going to have time? When are you going to have time? <sighs> Those to naysayers. I know. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, even if I do like a class, like once a month, like even, I don't know, like, I don't even care. I don't, it's not even about like making money. It's just like for fun. I don't know. So I did it and got trained. And then I was like, all right, that's it. We're going to teach class. Like we're going to do it. Um, and then I think I taught like my first class in December. And then my second class was with you, Laura. And I think I just reached out to you and I was like, listen, so do you want to like co-teach with me? I know <laughs> you don't really know me, but, and that's, you know, that's really it. But I've always loved dance. It's just something that like, I, I just, I have the most passion for more than even being a therapist, to be honest with you. But you know, when I was young, I was like, I, you know, I'm afraid I don't want to, if I really, really, really followed my real passions, I would have went and like, went to school and like studied dance and really got technically trained. Cause I never had that growing up. Like I didn't go to, I wasn't in dance schools. I don't have to, I didn't do like ballet and jazz and tap. I did none of that. I just danced like in high school, like naturally, like, you know, whatever. Um, you know, but if I really would have followed my real true passion, that's what it would have been, would have been. So I guess when this opportunity rolled around, I was like, I just got to do it. Like, what's the worst that happens? What do I have to lose? Exactly. And you took it. I feel like you got certified and like Holly said, you kind of came out of nowhere and you went with it. I remember you saying, I just messaged a bunch of gyms on Long Island and said, hi, I'm Danielle. I teach this. And that passion and that drive is why you have been so successful, which I think is really inspiring to a lot of people. Hey, it was really inspiring to me. I was like this. I waited so long to teach my first class because I was like, I'm not good enough. Who's going to come to my class? I'm not even an instructor. Oh, so I, good. You know, imposter syndrome and all that bullshit that comes into your brain. And you kind of were just like, I'm here, I'm teaching and I'm going for it. And I feel like that was so inspiring. I'd love for you to talk about what that process was like for you. Was it kind of just not even a question? Was it like, I'm certified, let's go, I'm so ready? Or was it a little bit of a struggle to really put yourself out there right away? I think that I just like love sweat and swagger so much. Like, yeah, I like Zumba, but I don't like love Zumba, like the way that I love sweat and swagger, the music, the movements. It's just like my vibe. Like, you know, like when I was in college, like going out to clubs, like those were the jams, like murder. Yeah. She wrote like, Those were the jams. So like, when I'm in sweat and swagger, like, I feel like this is like my club life right now. And so maybe I'm like a little bit having a midlife crisis. I don't know. <laughs> but I think yeah, when I got certified, I just was like, you know what? We have those calls. And she keeps talking about like, get a date on the calendar. And I just was like, seeing other people teach. And I knew if I just kept procrastinating it, I would never do it. I would be sitting here today, like still never would have taught a class. And I just was like, 
what did you do this for? Like, what did you go and get the certification for if you're not gonna put yourself out there? And I just think I, you know, like the passion just overrode everything for me. And I just was like, we're just doing it. Let's just do it. I like love this message so much. I'm obsessed with this whole message because first of all, like everybody who's listening and including myself is like, what you're telling me is that like, just go for it even before you're ready. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like we live in like a world where people always feel like they have to be a hundred percent ready to do anything in life. Like start a business, take on a new job, quit your old job, like take on a side hustle, become a sweat and swagger instructor. Like, We're always waiting until like, or we feel like we have to wait until we're a hundred percent ready. But at the end of the day, like being ready is not what's going to push you forward. It is that passion and that love and that, um, you know, just like desire to like, just do it. Like, that's, what's going to get you there. And the fact that you were just like, you know what? Screw this shit. I just became certified. I don't even care that like, I'm not known yet. I'm going to reach out to everybody. I'm going to get dates on the calendar. And for anybody who's listening, who like, they're probably like, who the hell is Joanna? She, (laughs) she is the um, founder of sweat and swagger. And what sweat and swagger is, is a dance, like fitness type of class. And the format is better for me. I'm really crapping on Zumba, but like, I felt like whenever I went to a Zumba class, I felt like I had to do the moves right mm-hmm. and be good at it. And I would feel very insecure in every Zumba class I took. But if you take a sweat and swagger class, you know, Lauren Danielle will be the first to tell you, like, it doesn't matter if you're messing up. It doesn't matter. Like if you don't know the moves, just have fun and dance and show your swag. Like that's what it's all about. So, I mean, granted, I know the moves now. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's front row I'm diva like, now. She's I am. I'm a front row diva. It's so bad. <laughs> I love watching Holly do sweat and swagger because she always will be like voguing, and I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's the best. That's my thing. That's my thing. I, I just like I get lost in it. I'm like, oh, I feel I'm feeling this because it is like nostalgic too with all the amazing moves and uh, songs, you know. But that's the whole point, though, you get lost in it and you just kill it. And like the the vibe is different because, again, like I love Zumba. I also got certified to teach a Zumba class. But did I ever teach a Zumba class? No, nope. <laughs> did nothing. And again, that's the difference. It's just a yeah. different vibe. And I can totally um, understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and I want you to take, Laura, like, you of all people, you have to take Danielle's message and apply it, because when she first became certified, she was like, oh, I got to learn it backwards or lefty or whatever it is that you guys call it. She was like, oh, I don't know all the moves yet. Oh, like, I don't know. Like, everybody else is doing it. Maybe I should just wait. And, like, she was procrastinating doing her first class. And I was like, girl, get a freak. I was like, don't even charge for it. Like, literally just do it and get your name out there. Because she was like, oh, nobody's going to want to show up. I was like, I'll be there. Who yeah. cares? She was the one that was like, girl, why have you not signed up to be an instructor yet? Because I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to. I don't know. Like, I even messaged Joanna. I was like, Joanna, I want to, but I don't think I'm ready. Like, this and that. And Holly was like, girl. So I think the message here is stop getting ready to get ready because you will never be ready. It's like Holly with her nail school. Holly wanted to go into the beauty industry for so long. And for so long, she was thinking about it, talking about it. And then she just freaking did it one day. And now again, Mm You're working for yourself, doing something yeah, literally, that you love. Literally, one day I got home from work and I was tired and my feet hurt and I was like sick of cleaning and I was like, I'm gonna go to beauty school. And I literally like went on the website and I like signed up and like before you knew it, I was in it. I mean, obviously I'm still cleaning, but I'm you know I'm pursuing yeah. multiple passions. So, but like this is one that I get to also pursue and I was not ready and I'm still not even like ready to be doing nails, but like I'm still doing them because you know, it's what I love and I let my passion take me. And you know, for now it's a great, it's a great side hustle moneymaker and maybe one day it'll be something a little more, but right now it's like doing exactly what I wanted it to do and I get to have fun in the process. So, you know, yeah. it's pretty great. It's good. I think about it. Like if you are not immersed in an environment where you're learning how to do the thing, how can you be ready to do the thing? Such a, so true. I need to, I need to write that down. That is so good. I was going to say, can you get your sticky note? I need to write that down right now. No, literally. Can you repeat that again for like the folks out there? So good. Um, I'll try to repeat it exactly. If you are not immersed in an environment where you're learning to do the thing, how can you ever become ready to do the thing? I love that so Uh, much. So true. Like Holly and I didn't go to business school. So again, I went for theater. She went for journalism. And so, you know, 
who the hell are we to not only start a business, but start a business podcast. But I always say, I personally believe that experience is a better teacher than an education, which yes, for some certain things you need education. Absolutely. But I really do feel like experience and failure and mistakes are the best way to learn. Mm hmm. Sure. Yeah, because an education obviously is like going to get you what you like. It's going to be that foundation and sh- and stuff like that. But no amount of education is going to keep you from making any mistakes. Like yeah, it's like a ticket yeah. to the train. Yeah, to the place you really need to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I I I love that, and that's so such a simple concept, but like so totally mind blowing. <laughs> I know. I feel like you just blew everybody's mind. <clears throat> Amazing. So I would love to pivot a little bit, even though you've dumped so much knowledge, so much amazing knowledge on us already. I would love to just talk a little bit about uh, social media because Danielle considers herself a scroll troll. Now, this does not mean she trolls on people. She would never troll on people. <laughs> she lifts people up and boosts them up. But she calls herself a scroll troll because for the longest time she was just scrolling on social media, you know, not really interacting, not posting, not putting herself out there. And now you're putting yourself out there with your um, wellness business, with your sweat and swagger fitness, making reels, posting these oh, hot photos cool. of you teaching like a freaking champion. So I would just love to talk about that transition you made and how you did it, because I feel like so many people are afraid to put themselves out on social media nowadays because there's there's this idea of perfectionism and your post has to be so cultivated and you have to have the perfect filter and the perfect hashtag. So what was that like for you kind of just starting to put yourself out there? I mean, it was definitely scary because yes, I coined the term scroll troll because <laughs> I, I, would, I would just like, I would, you know, you'd be like just looking oh, like, oh, cute. Oh, you know, this one's baby, that one's wedding, that one, oh, and I'm like, right. <laughs> And like, you know, even people that were like doing like, I don't know, not that I, I wouldn't want to say that I was like hating on it, but I just was like, I didn't understand. Like, what are you doing this for? What are you putting all this energy like into doing this? And now, I mean, I totally like understand because like, even if it is a little sad, like it's the, it's the way of the world now. Like this is it for us guys. So it's kind of like, you got to like get with it or you're going to be lost in the sauce. So it was definitely scary. And I think that like, again, like becoming a sweat and swagger instructor and getting on like the weekly calls that we were having, like, you know, Joanna, she's like the queen of like nudge, nudge life. Like she's a pusher, you know, in a very good way and really just would like motivate us to just, just do it. And I was like, you know what? You just did the certification. You just did the classes. Like, what, what's the worst that happens? Someone doesn't like your thing. Like, I, I don't really think anyone's going to like throw hate at me. And if they do, like I could delete it or like respond back, like very educated in like a calm fashion. I don't know. Like, (laughs) you know, what are the options? So I was like, you know what, like, let's just do it. And I just, again, learning as I go here, like I just figured out not too long ago that um, that Instagram has like a return button because I, I was for a very long time, like writing my captions in like the notes section of my phone and like copying and pasting. Cause I couldn't figure out how to like make it a new paragraph, like little things like that. Like I would literally Google, like, how do you put word blurbs on a reel? Like I just, you know, you could Google and YouTube anything. So I just was like flying by the seat of my pants and just, you know, said to myself, there's a million people out here just doing, doing whatever, showing whatever. And it is what it is. So like, who cares? Just go for it. You just like threw yourself in just kind of like how you did with your sweat and sweat classes. You just literally threw yourself into it. Yeah. Super impulsive, super, super healthy, impulsive moves. Honestly, like there are so many, like, I mean, you can take classes and classes and classes on social media marketing and social media just in general and putting yourself out there in your business and how to stand out on social media and stuff. But the first step is to like, just post. (laughs) That's literally like the first step. Like all the research in the world isn't going to do crap for you unless you're just like putting some stuff out there. And the return button thing, by the way, is totally like semi new because I used to do the whole note thing too. And I'm so glad that that's done and over with now. (laughs) I thought I was alone because it's hidden by the hashtag button, but you have to hit like the one, two, three button 
Yeah. So were, at least on my phone. I don't know if I'm missing something here. So I have the, I have the, on the larger iPhone now, it's there. Like I have the third, uh, the 12 pro max, like the big phone. So it's there, but yes, it like, these things are all hidden on the littler on like the regular phones, like the 12 or, you know, whatever the ter- yeah. terminology is. But, um, yeah, that is <laughs> like, these are things. And literally YouTube is my best friend. Like I have done so much research on YouTube on how to do things. And I've listened to podcasts about social media all the time and stuff, but like, and there are strategies and ways to put your content out there and stuff like that. But obviously like the first most important thing is to just get yourself out there. Like, and you know, we spoke, Laura, we spoke about this last week about your business. Like is to just get yourself out there, put your face out there and just have fun with it. And you do a really good job of this, Danielle, where you just totally show your personality on social media. Like, I look at your Sweat and Swagger oh. video. Yes, you. I look at your Sweat and Swagger videos, and I'm like, I want to take another one of her classes. Like, I always have so much fun. The energy is just there, and, like, you're just a very encouraging person, and you can see that through your social media. Well, that's good to know, because sometimes I'm like, sometimes it almost feels like, not like, not like I'm acting, because I'm not, like, becoming a different person. But it's like, you know, you're recording yourself. So there's this natural instinct of like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, okay, like smile for the camera, like that. So sometimes it's hard to really tell, like, is this coming off genuine? Like, or does this look like, you know, who is she all of a sudden? You know what I mean? And I think that was a, a lot of my worries that I had too, was like, you know how you said, like, I came out of nowhere because I was doing nothing. Like, I would maybe post, like, a picture of my kids here and there. But, like, really, I was not posting at all. And so to then, like, come out and be like, bam, I, I felt a little like, are people going to think this is, like, a joke? You know what I mean? So, you know, it's tough, but you got to just do it. And I have to say, I've gotten, like, no hate, no criticism, like, no nothing. You know what I mean? So I think it, it it's working out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I... I feel like I did the same thing. Sorry, Laura, I kind of just jumped oh, in. Oh, no, you're fine. But I don't have a personal Instagram. Like, my Instagram is planning and polished because that's what I'm passionate about. I love sharing, you know, all the things I share there. And I'm not really trying to just share, like, I kind of use more Facebook for personal stuff. But I don't even share personal stuff anymore. Like, that's not for anybody to really see anyway. But... Mm-hmm. I feel like I never got hate or criticism when I, cause I literally, it was my personal Instagram. And then all of a sudden I changed it and I rebranded and like, I totally just dived into this new thing and people were like, what the hell probably. But and sh- I've, I lose followers every single day. Like, I don't know why, I don't know what it is. Maybe because people don't really care to see the content that I'm putting out there. But for every follower that I lose, I gain 10. So like, there are people who maybe you're like, oh, like, maybe they are thinking that, like, oh, like, I don't, I don't really care about all this sweat and sucker stuff, like, I'm gonna unfollow, but mm-hmm. you can't let that get to you, I still will let this get to me, so, like, I really gotta, like, listen to my own advice, because I'm like, <laughs> I used to have an app that would tell me who unfollowed me, and then I'd go unfollow them, and then I'd oh, be really no. upset, and I was like, I can't help me. it was draining me, I was like, my energy and my happiness is, like, being drained right out of my freaking body, so now I'm like, I don't give a shit, like, whoever wants to stay and see my stuff like I know I'm offering valuable fun content and in the process I am being genuinely me and if people don't want to see that then that then they're losing out honestly that's how I feel so you may experience that as you continue to like pick up the momentum and post but I've never received like hate or anything like that so that's you know I mean, that, those are not your people, too. If those people are unfollowing you because they don't want to see your planning and polish content or they don't want to see our sweat and swagger content, that those are not your people. That's not your demographic that you want to be reaching anyways. So I feel like it's kind of important to get a thick skin and just I'm kind of trying to go into the mindset of kind of shameless. I don't give a shit if you don't like my dancing reels or you don't like my funny tourism or content, then you can hit the unfollow button because what it is doing is people that I went to college with that I barely spoke to. I just got off of a FaceTime estimate for tourism or with somebody I barely even spoke to in college, but they see me on social media posting about my business and they're interested. So you just kind of got to remember, especially if you're not using it just for personal use, you want to be marketing to the people who are going to be interested anyways. So the people that don't give a crap, um, bye-bye. <laughs> and at the yeah. end of the day, your Instagram, like your Instagram, your Facebook, like even if it is your personal one, 
and I say that in air quotes, I'm throwing up air quotes. I forgot other people can't see me. It's fine. <laughs> um, your businesses and your passions and your job and your work, like that is part of your life. That is part of who you are as a person. Like I, I follow an influencer who you both know. It's Danielle. Um, Danielle raising Meadow Sage. She was talking about this once on a live. Yes, we love her. We're gonna try to get her on the show one of these days. We'll see. Oh my god, I have to be tuning in for that one because we're gonna bribe her like a reclaiming or something. We really gotta find a way to get them two together. I'm gonna have to talk to her on Friday when I go there. (laughs) So she has a huge following, and like her Instagram, like it started off as a personal one, and she was mostly sharing just pictures of her kids, kind of like what you're doing, and. All of a sudden, she was like, wait, I love working out, and I love fitness, and this is my passion, and this is what I want to be sharing about. This is my personal life. This is what I'm doing, so Mm -hmm. why not just share it? And, you know, and she said, like, you know, I've gotten hate. I've lost followers. People are like, why are you posting this? I don't care, but at the end of the day, that's who she is. Like, I feel like who you are is your sweat and swagger. Like, that is a part of who you are. Your therapy practice is a part of who you are. It should be included on your personal Instagram if you don't have a business one or whatever. Um, And for people like us who are so multi-passionate and we're doing so many things, like, it's nice to have a hub where you can, like, kind of collect all of that in one place and show people, like, hey, this is what I do. I'm a therapist and I teach sweat and swagger and I have kids and I'm a proud mom. And then, you know, for Laura, like, hey, I own this business I've worked really hard on and I'm a sweat and swagger instructor, like, and I love my cat. Like, these are all things, you know, <laughs> like it, it all should be collected in one place. And if people don't, if people don't want to see that, that's, that's on them. That they're not the people you want. Yeah, exactly. I I love, like as a multi-passionate doer myself, I get so jazzed when I go to an Instagram and people are so well-rounded and they're sharing what they're passionate about because, you know, I also love like the pet photos and the kid photos and that type of stuff. But I feel like the real meat and potatoes are the passion posts. Like that's what I love to see. So I just, I want, I want to share what I love to see. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And for what it's worth, Danielle, like, I've never, ever once been like, oh, she's so ingenuine. <laughs> I've never, ever <laughs> once thought Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that because you don't know, you know, and uh, honestly, like, even, like, talking about, like, people, like, unfollowing or, like, I, I don't think I've had, like, anybody unfollow. Not that I, I really don't even have, like, that many followers to begin with, but, like, whatever. But, like, I'm more nervous about, like, the people in my real life, like, you know, who I actually interact with and see in real life, like my family, like my, you know, my friends and stuff, like not judging, but sort of being like, oh, so like you do this, like this, you do this now, like, you know what I mean? So, and even if they do it in like a joking way or whatever, like, and not that anyone has like said anything to me that's like really been negative, but like, I think that's where like more of like my worry comes from, you know? so much less than like, oh, a stranger, you know, or like someone's going to unfollow me or, you know, anything, anything like that. And I think like you said, like, even like, sometimes I struggle with like, having that hub, because I do have my like, personal slash sweat and swagger page. And then I have my white lotus page. And the reason I keep it separate is only because of like, ethical reasons, you know, like, I don't care if someone finds white lotus from my personal page, but I don't try to make like my personal page be found through the other one. And I mean, I have like disclaimers up, like, obviously, like, if you are like a past or current client, like, I'm not going to engage with you on social media, like, for ethical reasons and things like that. And I just think that was a big part of like, my hesitancy, even, you know, putting myself out there having a social media presence for my therapy business, because you know, you learn so much about like boundaries and this and that. And, you know, when it comes to social media, it's, it's a hard thing to navigate. But it's also like I said before, this is our reality. So like, how can we discount that? How can I not use that platform? You know what I mean? I think you just have to be like clear and transparent. And, you know, I think just trying to even like bring my personality out on that page without seeming like, oh, like, it, it, you know, should I take this person seriously or whatever? But that's like, that's me as a therapist. Like, if you're working with me, like you're getting me, you're not getting like, and how does that make you feel? Like, no, it, no, no, no. That's, <laughs> the way that I talk, I'm talking to you guys right now is, is the way that I talk to clients. Because one, I think it's important because we're all people like no one wants to be talked at 
Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And two, like, you know, I do think that that genuine connection is really something that helps build that rapport, you know, because that's so important in therapy and, you know, on social media too, like really just being genuine and finding that like happy balance between like, all right, we're going to, you know, have boundaries here, but we're also going to keep it real at the same time. Yeah. I think like in your industry, obviously like there's a little, you have to like navigate a fine line, but at the end of the day and you know, kind of what you said, you have to put out there what you want to attract. So like, Mm -hmm. you're not that like ritzy, like, how does that make no. you feel type of therapist? And that's not, and you don't want to attract the patients who would want a therapist like that. And, you know, we kind of spoke about this last week too, Laura, like, you know, I know a lot of people will call their clients, especially in the cleaning industry, ma'am and sir. And that's just not what we do. That's not how we roll here. <laughs> I know it's just not for me. Like I will never call a client ma'am or sir or like miss. Like it's just not, no. Um, and so what we're putting out there is something not that we're unprofessional, but we're more maybe playful, I guess. And mm-hmm. we're basically putting out there who we want to attract. And the people that we typically do attract are like young millennial, like, like you know workers or hustlers or young moms who like want that like friendly connection and somebody who's going to come in and like just really make them feel like feel like we're we're best buddies here to clean your house like not like you know we're here to like serve you even though we are serving but like it's just different the connection is different so it's important to put out there what you want to attract it but I know like with your situation obviously being the field that you're in like there's a little bit of a line that you have to navigate and like learn from but that's what you've been doing and that's honestly what life is all about (laughs) like and that's what this whole thing is all about like putting your businesses out there putting your life out there and you know this is a very social media based day and age so like you it's it's honestly difficult to have a business or a side hustle or anything without having social media or having a presence on it I mean I'm sure it's possible but it's tough you know so I think that it's important to keep like dealing with the trial and error and I I definitely think also like your um your worries about people you know being like oh like you're you're being weird on social media I think that's definitely an internal struggle that you're having because I don't think that anybody you love and interact with and who loves you is gonna like be like oh well like that's weird or you know anything like that those are the people that are gonna like be right there to support you every single step of the way those are the people that you know you want and they're going to stay there and like, and they'll have your back, you know? You're right. Yeah. It's, we all, but we all have, you know, we all have our internal. We're all human at the end of the day. Yeah. But, but I love that you're still like, despite all of that, like you're still putting yourself out there and that's like so important to not let the fear get you and bring you down. So you're probably inspiring other people. Those people that you're fearing are judging you. They're probably actually like, wow, look at Danielle putting herself out there. Maybe I could do that too. Maybe you inspire me every day. Like I, I love seeing what I see on your page. Like I love seeing your, your, your dances and your, just like your overall, like just presence on social media. And I noticed you've been a little silent lately because I know you're going through some stuff. But, like, I was like, yeah. where's Danielle? I miss her. <laughs> you know? I know. So, I was thinking that this morning. I was like, where's Danielle? I didn't see a Spencer <laughs> Friday remix. I look forward to those. I know. It's <laughs> hard. I definitely have been a little MIA lately, which, of course, is, like, causing me anxiety now. Aww. Because I feel like, you know, like, you got to be consistent. Like, all these, you know, there's always rules. There's always rules for everything in life, right? So, you know, but I've been dealing with, you know, just like some like personal like health things going on right now. So obviously choosing to not push myself to the brink of like, I don't want to be doing something like just because I'm supposed to, even though like I'm not feeling good. Like mm-hmm. that's not genuine. No, it's you not. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, you know, and at the end of the day, I tell people this all the time. You can't run on fumes, right? So if you're not like fueling yourself and taking care of yourself, you know, and you're pushing yourself to the brink, like one, you're not, it, there's no efficacy in that. And, you know, if your goal is to like grow on social media, you're not going to be putting out quality stuff that you're really going to be like proud of or be like, yeah, that, that aligns with, you know, what's going on for me right now. Like, I feel like sometimes it's better to just be honest with what's going on and just be like, Hey, not feeling good. Like, going to be on a bit of a hiatus you know and I'll go back to scroll trolling for a little bit until I'm 
you know, <laughs> feeling a little better and like ready to create again. Yes. So I think I love that. I mean, I did that too. In December, I literally was going through depression and it was pretty severe and I normally don't get depression during the holiday. So it was a weird, very strange experience that I was having trouble coping with. And, you know, I'm always trying to post daily on Instagram and I literally popped in there and I was like, I am depressed. I cannot post right now. I will be back. And then, you know, I, in January, I literally, like at the end of December, I caught COVID and I was like, well, this is just the peak of my depression. <laughs> but then I got better. And like, for some reason, I, I mentally started to feel better too. Like when my COVID went away, my depression went away. It was really strange. I don't know. Me and my, me and my own therapist are still trying to figure that one out. But, um, <laughs> but then like that break, I like, I threw myself right back in. And like, for me, like in my, in the planning industry, like, the new year is like the time for all of us. Cause that's when we're jumping yeah. into the new planners. And I was like, all right, it's go time. But like I was ready and I was like feeling good and like the momentum picked right back up. So like when you need to take some time, whether it's for a physical health reason, a mental health reason, or you just need some freaking space. Cause like, like you said, we're only human. Like sometimes you just need time to not be online in front of people. Like sometimes you just need to like reel it all in and take some time to just chill. There doesn't yeah. have to be anything seriously wrong. Sometimes you need to just like take it all in and just like take a break. And that's totally fine. Like you'll pick right back up from where you left off. So definitely cut yourself some slack. I definitely had some struggles with this too. Back in December, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose all my followers. I didn't. Everything was good. It was <laughs> yeah, all good. Like, who's going to be like, I'm going to go, I'm going to make it a point because I haven't seen any posts from her to go unfollow. I don't know who has that kind of energy in this world but I don't I just don't think that like that's like a thing that people should be stressed about so yeah no. I mean, like you gotta take care of yourself because if there's no you you ain't gonna be posting nothing on social media so true that exactly true that. Well, you come back to... like you said authentically yeah mm -hmm. you can't pour from an empty glass as Laura says so yes you cannot right. <laughs> you know <laughs> I think that this was such a I love everything we spoke about today this was a really good episode I'm I'm thrilled I feel like there's so many like, takeaways you come back next week no really this was really <laughs> good I feel like this was great like I feel like we just covered a lot and I feel like everything we spoke about is stuff that people can really take away and I feel like this was kind of an inspiring episode where people can like be like you know what I'm gonna go do the thing like I'm just gonna go do it and and like I'm, I'm like, what, what do I have to do? Because I'm gonna go do it. <laughs> like literally, yeah. I feel like what I got from this is jump in feet first. Like just dive in feet first because that's what Danielle does, and it's clearly working for you. And that's like kind of my takeaway from this episode. And I would love to hear what other people took away from this episode. Like guys, I took away a frick ton. I'm gonna go write it on a post-it note somewhere. But if you guys took something away, like let us know. Let Danielle know. Yeah, definitely. Let like. Me know. Where can they, why don't we, I think we'll, I, I don't have an affirmation. I wanted to, should we just skip the affirmation today? We've been on for a while, so. Uh, yeah, I feel like everything we said was kind of an affirmation today, so. <laughs> and I know we've been <laughs> chatting for a while. So, um, I feel like people can take their own affirmations away from today. Like, dive in head first or feet first. That's an affirmation right there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, we'll skip affirmations and we'll go right to plugging because I want people to, Definitely slide into your DMs if they found something that they really loved in this episode or if they took something away. So why don't you give us all of your plugs and we'll make sure we include them in the show notes and the description below as well. Okay, so my reg regular page, I don't know what the heck you would call it, my regular <laughs> slash sweat and swagger page, it's Danielle Bauman, but it's Danny underscore E-L-L-E -L -L -E dot Bauman, B A U. M-A-N-N. -N. I know it's a lot. It's a lot of game. Um, and then if you are interested in, you know, receiving telehealth therapy, you can find me at whitelotuswellness.li on Instagram. Um, also, White Lotus Wellness on Facebook. Um, and my website is whitelotuswellnessli.com. I think I said that one earlier. And I think. That's everything. Yeah. Perfect. Don't worry, guys. Links will be all listed down below. So 
you can definitely find her through whatever channel you'd like. And I really, I'm telling you, you got to go give her a follow. Like, I love her sweat and swagger content. It is just absolutely awesome. So definitely go give her a follow. Um, Laura, where can they find you? Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, no Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for being on and being so vulnerable and sharing some, you know, personal things and fears. It's just, it's so appreciated. Your transparency is really uh, inspiring. Yeah, no, we like to keep it real here. And you just did an excellent job. You just did an excellent job. Thank you. Love it. Loved it. Before we hop off, Laura, super quick, why don't you just plug in your social medias? I'll plug in mine, and then we're going to call it a night. All right. You can find me at Laura Anatoly or go follow our business Instagram at Tourism More LLC. No, it's at Tourism <laughs> I always do this. I'm like, what's our Instagram? It's at, at Tourism More. Tourism More. We're I very simple. This. I keep it simple. <laughs> All right. Well, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me at Planning and Polish, and you can give this podcast a follow at Hustled Up Podcast. And if you have any topic suggestions, if you want to come on the show, or if you just want to send a little love letter, you can always send us an email, uh, hustleduppodcast at gmail.com. I always like to work on my diction when I do that so that they can, <laughs> like, really hear what I'm saying. Anyway, um, <laughs> so thank you so much, Danielle, again, for being on with us. We asked, I loved this episode. I can't wait to, like, go back and Yay. edit it and listen to it. It was just an absolute pleasure. And um, I hope to see you on Thursday at Sweat and Swagger. Oh, why don't you guys quickly tell them before we hop off about the big event. Oh, the, yes. oh, yes. Why don't you just quickly tell them, I don't know the dates or anything, and that's kind of what you guys are doing. So it's, so, I believe it's, it's June 26th. 26th. Yeah. Um, it's going to be at Dimensional Training in Long Beach. I don't know the address off the top of my head. Um, but it's going to be a Sweat and Swagger Masterclass slash wellness expo so there's going to be some vendors and things that you can check out and obviously come dance with us even if you just want to watch that's totally cool too not exactly sure the times laura do you know the times um doors open at 9 a.m i don't know what time the music drops but i'm sure there'll be time for people to walk around check out the booths which uh white lotus wellness will have a booth as well as tours and more all three of us will be there dancing it out so come dance with us we could even um put a link for where they can get tickets to that in the show notes sure um the creator of sweat and swagger that we've been talking about joanna she will be the one leading this master class and if you you have not taken a class with her go buy yourself a ticket And do yourself a favor because it gets lit. (laughs) This is going to be a magical event. You guys definitely don't want to miss it. So if you have any questions about that event, you can always send um, Laura or Danielle a message on Instagram. Um, But it's going to be a good one. June 26th, 9 a.m. It's a Sunday, 9 a.m. in Long Beach. I will definitely include a link to the event. You know, I'll find one and include it. So definitely go check that out. But in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you on next week's episode. Bye. Bye.